So, of course, last night everybody closed out uh, that year, 2016. How many of y'all stayed up till midnight last night? Some of y'all did. Look at y'all. Man, y'all are awesome. <laughs> I went, I went, and y'all made it to church. That's exactly right. Yeah, y'all made it to you. Give yourself a hand. Y'all stayed up till midnight. I made it. I was up here till I think maybe 1030. I was home maybe around close to 11 or whatever. I crawled in bed and she, I remember you coming and, and kissing me on the cheek and saying Happy New Year. So apparently you stayed up till, till 12. Yeah, kudos on that. Uh, I, I did not make it, but you know, of course, everybody's popping fireworks last night and they closed out uh, 2016 and now we're obviously today at 2017 so I trust everybody uh, had a good night last night had a good uh, Christmas we got kids in here this morning kind of gonna do like more of a family service this morning kids some of y'all pop fireworks last night anybody some of y'all pop fireworks some of y'all Cameron I know I know you and your sister y'all did how many many y'all had fun with your Christmas children everybody have a good Christmas the the adults are there any adults that got got something significant anybody get a car for Christmas this year I'm just curious Anybody get any guns? Yeah. <laughs> y'all got guns? Man, look at all the gun owners. Man, my goodness. Some of y'all got some, got some guns. I was not anticipating half the audience going, <laughs> right here, right here. We're meat eaters. So, so y'all got stuff? Anybody, any of the ladies get some clothes or anything? Anybody, some jewelry? So you got some clothes and, and jewelry? Some, some what? Shoes. Oh, excuse me. I should have known. Shoes. Anybody else get some Shoes. Yeah, so uh, I trust everybody had a good Christmas and a good, uh, a good New Year. And now, 2017, I want to share, share with you some scriptures. And uh, this is going to kind of lead us into the next uh, three weeks of our No Meats, No Sweets uh, prayer and fasting, calling this, this three weeks just fresh. And we're going to talk about uh, a fresh start and fresh, uh, fresh start in your soul, in your mind, in your body. Uh, but this morning, I want to talk to you about great expectations. You're just having an expectation uh, upon God for 2017. First verse I want to give you is in Psalm chapter 62, verse number 5. And this is Psalmist David. And he says, my hope or my expectation I put in God. And I'm going to read it to you out of... Uh, you've got it there in your worship guide. But I want to read it to you in a different translation. Uh, so if, if you've got your Bible, you're welcome to turn there. Uh, King James Version, just kind of the, the old school version, just says, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. I'm going to read it one more time. This is the, the Psalmist David. He's writing. He says, My soul, my mind, my emotions, my thoughts, uh, my heart, I wait only. Everybody say only. He says, my own, I only put my hope, I only, I only uh, put my soul or my life upon God. And he says, my expectation is from him. And it's easy many times to put your expectation on a lot of other things. You put your expectation on people. How many of you know people will let you down? Even, even people you, you don't think will let you down. Maybe people that have been with you for 20 years. But for whatever reason, people can let you down. Job can let you down. The economy can let you down. Your own body. <laughs> I mean, have you ever felt like your own body is letting you down? 
That's because you're not getting old. But if you, if you start to age, you know, if you hit 40 and then 50 and then 60, I, I know tons of people that mentally they're as sharp as an 18-year-old and, and their, their mind says they can do it, but their body says what? Their body says, don't even think it. Don't even think about it, Chancho. You can't, you, 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 listen, the cartwheel is no longer in the cards for you. Right? Don't try the round off, you know. You're, 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 <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work. You, you just can't. So, so you feel like your body can, can, can let you down. But how many of y'all know our expectation? We put our expectation upon him. And there's a couple of words that you hear if you're around this church very much. Uh, one word is, is the word flourish. And I believe that that's, that's a word for our church. And not just for uh, one year, but for, I believe, for, for our, the, the existence of our church. God wants uh, to use us or wants to cause you to flourish. And if you're around here very much, you'll hear me say something like, we exist for you to flourish. Because in Psalms 1, it says, he that is planted by the river shall flourish. His leaf won't wither. He'll be prosperous in everything that he does. And he'll be fruitful in his season. So flourish is a word that we use around here. And I don't know if you, if you, if you saw this. But I actually put on Facebook yesterday. Because I got a ping on my phone. How many of y'all your phone ever pings? Bing, and you got a tweet or you get a whatever. But it was funny. I guess it was yesterday or day before yesterday. My phone pinged and I picked it up. And on the front of it, it said, and this was from uh, Apple News through Fox News. It says, choose flourish to be your word for 2017. He said, choose that word to be your word for 2017. I thought that's funny because we have billboards all around town that say flourish 2017, right? So I couldn't help but I had to read the article, right? Because I wanted, uh, I wanted to know if they've been listening to my messages. <laughs> and uh, of course, should I have doubted, uh, they've obviously been logging on to all of our stuff and, and ripping off all my material that the Lord gave me. Uh, but there was a couple of parts. I'm not going to read the whole article, but I wanted to give to you because I, I love, uh, I believe that God validates his word and not that he needs to. But there's people that don't even believe in God and yet they quote God. I believe that science confirms the Bible it doesn't debunk the Bible and uh, I believe if, if you'll see I'm always, you'll see articles written by secular people and yet they don't even know it but they're carrying principal laws that, that they don't even understand so I want to read a couple of these things out of this article and uh, I, I'm doing this so that so that uh, I want you to take your expectation up a few notches because if 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 you don't, I'm going to talk to you about four different types of expectation. And I want you to leave this morning with the right one. But, but this writer here for Fox News and Apple News, it says, Imagine flourishing. To choose to flourish is an intentional act. To increase your well-being in a profound way. To improve your health and extend your longevity. Now imagine choosing flourish. As your daily word for 2017 to anchor your life and sense of purpose. To choose to flourish is a bold affirmation of your life and continued emergence as a person. But your chosen word of flourish will present inevitable roadblocks from competing choices that keep, that keep you clutching onto what you think 
you know. And in the article, they keep talking about clutching. And a person that clutches is somebody that holds on to their past or holds on to their regrets or holds on to their disappointments. And they're talking about don't be somebody that clutches, but do somebody that chooses to flourish, to leave what was in 2016 in 2016. Don't hold on to that. I love what uh, what. Uh, Oral Roberts' mother told him at, at one point, if you don't know who Oral Roberts is, he started ORU. But anyway, Oral Roberts' mother said, uh, Oral says, stay little on your own eyes and God will use you to change the world. Don't park by your successes and don't park by your failures. I love that. What she's trying to tell her son, he says, listen, don't park by your successes. Don't settle, but also don't park by your failures. Don't, don't clutch. So here they said, they said, they said, if you're going to, if you're going to choose to flourish, you'll have to do it on purpose. I, I recently uh, planted an olive tree in my yard. I was walking through Lowe's and I saw this tree and I thought, man, that is the prettiest tree. And I looked at it and I said, I think that's an olive tree. And, and sure enough, it was. And I got it and I brought it home and uh, I dug a hole and I put it in my yard. Now, I don't know if olive trees grow in southwest Louisiana. Some of you may be laughing under your breath and be like, sucker, <laughs> we've killed four. Uh, they don't live down here. Uh, but. I'm going to, right, I'm going to endeavor, I'm going to try to get this thing to, to survive, right? But, but there's, there's a part in it. For that thing to flourish, I have a part to play, right? It's not going to happen by accident. I got to first, I got to take it out of that environment and plant it, put it in the ground, right? Which I did, right? And then I got to put some fertilizer on it, which I did, right? And then I got to water it, which I did, right? So, so to flourish, it's not something that happens by accident. It's something that, that we have to work out. So he says, you have to keep from clutching to what you think you know. It says, your familiarity of clutching at life may feel safe, but it is no life at all. Because it leaves little mental, heart, spiritual, or physical space to be luxuriant about the one unique life that you have. People who clutch typically hold on to regrets or work life. and Both of these forms of clutching drive and keep you from life itself. Research at Yale School of Medicine indicates that holding on to regrets activates similar brain function responses found in hoarders. Really interesting. Says such behavior causes people to become socially isolated. And in contrast, one study shows that when you stop clutching, your longevity improves. And I would say your longevity probably in every sphere of your life would improve. To flourish is a choice for your well-being. The word, the verb flourish is about thriving and growing luxuriantly. I just like that name. We may change it from flourish to luxuriantly just sounds right right y'all go get that airbrushed on your t-shirt i'm living luxuriantly hashtag luxuriantly 2017 it's about being in a vigorous state and creating conditions for being in your prime if you're ready for 2017 to be a year of flourishing it requires a willingness to let go of your clutching you also need to follow the scientific evidence that mindful practices make the brain immune to temptation. In this case, the temptation to clutch onto regrets or work. And then they give you a few tools. And I'm not going to give you all these. But they give you a few tools about how... 
to flourish in 2017. I thought it was interesting because this would be something that I would probably tell you to do. Some of it, some of it I wouldn't. But it says, number one, it says, place your chosen word in a spot where it will be visible to you throughout the course of each day. If you use technology, consider making flourish 2017 your password for the year. I would not recommend that now. <laughs> because if nobody else is listening, your children are. And if your children are like my children, they're always trying to figure out my passwords, right? This is Ansley. That's what she's telling Noble whenever I'm getting on my iPad or something. They're trying to look over my shoulder because they want that password. So I wouldn't recommend it being flourished 2017 or they're going to bust you. But he says, make that the password of the year. He says, send a daily or weekly flourish or update to yourself and record it in a journal or your smart device or video. The third one, they say, consider making a collage of some kind. Now, I would not recommend that one probably because I'm a man and I just don't see me making a collage Unless maybe you guys, whenever we have the pig roast next weekend, if y'all want to bring a bunch of scrapbook and stuff, we can get together and make some flourish collages. <laughs> so you can do that one if you want, but that's not one that I would have typically recommended to you. It says consider a collage or you might use some sticky notes. So I would maybe say sticky notes. Last one, it says incorporate a daily practice of mindfulness, loving kindness, and meditate on this word that's totally something that I would tell you to do is is you have to exchange your thoughts for God's thoughts and take the word of God Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 he says this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth but you should meditate in it day and night and you should observe to do all that is written therein and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success now prosperous and good success mean just means to flourish and here God tells Joshua he says listen you need to take my thoughts and you need to meditate on it day and night put it in the midst of your heart keep it in front of you meditate on it think about flourishing but how many of y'all know most of the times we think about the negative and not the positive right the devil he brings plenty of things about the bad but we have to we have to make a conscious effort it won't happen on accident to where you have to exchange those thoughts with God's thoughts so so flourish is a word that we use around here but but the other word that I felt like the main thing I want to give you this morning is the word bless and really blessed just means flourish blessed means empowered to prosper there's lots of different Hebrew and Greek words that you can look into but but the word that I felt like that, that the Lord's been given to me the past couple of weeks is just call 2017 blessed just call it blessed to see it blessed you can't clutch onto 2016 but but start to, to and so I just started looking up some scriptures and I could look at a ton of scriptures but I want to give you this one in, in Jeremiah chapter 17 everybody say I'm blessed this is a church term and if you're new to church or if you haven't been to church in a long time or if you grew up in certain denominations, they have different ways of blessings or different, different thoughts on blessing. But if you look at the Bible, uh, that there was, this, there was this, this act where God would bless his people and he would use the prophet. And you remember that, 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 that Isaac would bless his children, would lay his hands on his kids. Samuel, whenever he would go to anoint a king, he would bless that king. He would anoint and pour oil 
on that king. God told Moses in number six, and I'll read that later as we close the service. He said, Moses, stand up and bless the people. Pronounce a blessing. Speak a blessing over them. How many of y'all know our words matter? So, so for us to go into 2017, you can call it a lot of things. And you can clutch onto a lot of regrets and all that stuff. But, but I'm encouraging you to just take some time and say, no, no, no. I'm going to call it what God calls it. I'm going I'm to call it based on the word of God. In, in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number 5, I'm going to read in the Amplified Version. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 17, 5. It says, thus says the Lord. Cursed is the man who trusts in and relies on mankind, making weak, faulty human flesh his strength, and whose mind and heart turn away from the Lord. For he will be like a shrub in the parched desert, and shall not see prosperity when it comes. But he shall live in the rocky places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land, but blessed with spiritual security is the man who believes, trusts, and relies on the Lord. I believe that's progressive. I believe all of us, that, that if I ask you if you believe the Lord, you would say yes. But, but, but after you believe in the Lord, then I believe you take another step. And you say, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. And then the third step is, God, I'm dependent upon you. I can't live without you. You're, you're, you're my breath. You're my all in all. You're more important than anything I could ever hope, think, dream, or imagine. You're the number one priority of my life. You trump my wife, my kids. You're it. And he says, blessed is the person that at least I believe you need to get on that track. Right? Maybe, maybe you're not all the way to where that you fully trust. Or maybe you're not to the point that you truly, truly rely. But, but my God, let's all at least purpose in our heart that in 2017, we'll take a step. Come on, that we'll grow, that we'll say, God, I'm endeavoring to believe you. I've been disappointed by church. I've been disappointed by people. I've been disappointed, but I want to put my belief in you. Then at least start there, and I believe he'll open up a blessing upon you. And as you grow in that, you move into trust, and you move into him being your all in all, then, then the blessing of God, it becomes tangible, and it becomes noticeable to people. He says that he says that whoever believes in, trusts in, relies on the Lord, and whose hope and confident expectation is the Lord. For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear the heat when it comes. Come on, I believe you can get to a place in God that whenever it gets things get hot, you say, Oh, it's just hot. This too shall pass, baby. I've been down this road before. This too shall pass. Even whenever it gets hot, when the heat comes, its leaves will be green and moist. And it will not be anxious and concerned. And watch this, a year of drought. Come on, this person says, even if 2017, if there's no rain, if it's 100% drought, it says, my expectation, my hope, my confidence, my reliance, my trust is upon the Lord. Period. And it says, if that will be your expectation, he says, even in drought, you'll have green leaves. Crazy. Everybody else drying up. And even in the midst of drought, he says, I guarantee you, he says that your leaves will be green and moist. You will not be anxious or concerned in a year of drought. And the last part he says, and you won't even stop bearing fruit. 
I don't know if you've ever seen anything that's going through a drought, but I mean, just to have leaves is one thing. But he says in the middle of drought, you'll actually, you'll be producing fruit that you'll be fruitful. Everybody say blessed. blessed. Everybody say I, I am, am blessed. Come on, you refuse to be blessed. So, so there's four different expectations I want to give you real quick as you, as you, as you sit on the precipice of the first day of 2017. Uh, that there's four different expectations that you can have as you go into 2017. It's funny, I was not planning on talking about this, but last night I was on the phone with, with my pastor. And uh, you know, he's just so funny. And I was telling him I, I wasn't uh, complaining. I didn't think I was complaining, but I think maybe he picked up on it. Because some of y'all know sometimes your spiritual leaders, they pick up on the spirit behind what you're saying, you know. So I was kind of... Uh, 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 Complaining, I guess, a little bit. And he says, well, your expectation's wrong. He says, you know, your expectation has to be on the Lord. He says, do you know the four types of expectation? I said, yes, sir, I know the four types of expectation. I've heard that. I've heard you preach that a hundred times. You know, I could, I could tell. But, but then I felt like after the conversation, I was up here last night till 10 or 10.30 praying, that, that I wanted to, to give you these four types of expectation. And you'll know some of them. And, and some of them are pretty obvious. And, and, and of the four you have, we'll just start with negative. You can write that in your worship guide. You have negative expectation. Negative expectation. We've all been around people that are pessimistic, right? That, that, that they've been jaded or they've been, they've been left. They've been abandoned. They've been abused. And so they carry with them this negative expectation. But it's not scriptural and it's actually harmful. And I don't have time to go through all the scriptures. But God's very clear that this is not the expectation that we are to have. Now, if you're, if you're like me, how many of y'all grew up with Chicken Little? How many, how many of y'all with Chicken Little? What happened to Chicken Little? Chicken Little, what fell on his head? Anybody know? It was not the sky. It was actually an acorn fell on Chicken Little's head. How many of y'all remember that story? And then he says, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And he says, I must go to the king. Come on now, that's good preaching now. Y'all don't shout me down now. I must go to the king and tell him that the sky is falling. And on his way to the king, he sees who? Henny Penny. How many of y'all remember Henny Penny? He says, Henny Penny, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. I must go to the king and tell him that the sky is falling. Let's go to the king. So now he's got him a partner that the sky is falling. And then they come up on who? Ducky Lucky. How many of y'all Ducky Wucky. I mean, so Ducky Wucky, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is walking, and then they turkey worky. How I many y'all find turkey worky? And, and there's just a whole entourage now of the sky is falling. And how I many y'all know misery loves company? Come on, if, if, if this is you, you'll have plenty of friends. You're, you're in rare altitude, rare air. Whenever you keep climbing the mountain, the air just keeps thinner and thinner. Whenever you, whenever, you, whenever you just choose to be the person that says, no, 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 the sky is not falling. Because eventually they come to who? Foxy Woxy. Oh, no, no, no. They don't make it to the king. The fox comes in. The fox comes in and they said, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. And what's the fox do? The fox says, why don't y'all come into my house and tell me all about your troubles? And if you know the end of the story, it says, and they were seen no more. Right? And how many of y'all know that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cautionary tale? Right? It's a cautionary tale that, that it, the sky's falling, the sky's falling. Usually, what, what you're worried about, you manifest it, you bring it to pass in your own life. The sky, the sky wasn't falling, but they wound up coming in contact with somebody that will entertain that, that, that their way of thinking 
And he brings them in and then they were seen no more. So neutral, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, negative expectation. The next expectation is neutral expectation. That's just people that aren't believing for anything. I'm not, believing for, I'm not believing for anything bad to happen. I'm really not believing for anything good to happen. I'm believing for this year to be about like it was last year. I really don't have any belief in anything. And that's just called you, you become apathetic or you become a settler. You go from being a pioneer that's constantly looking for new territory. And, and you, you turn into somebody that just settles. That just says this is comfortable here. 